Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. Hi, my My name is Dami. Again. <laughs> Welcome to Tech Bytes, where we bring to you the latest from the world of tech and reviews and analysis and everything around the world. So, yes, this is episode what again, read 36. Mm, 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 nice. So, yeah, I won't be doing this alone, of course. My name is Damilare, and with me, I have Rui. Rui, what's your name again? I, I don't know why he likes calling me Rui. My name is Omalia. I don't mind him. He likes doing that thing. That's Nonsense voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for our conversation today, we have two people and there are two experts. Like yeah, people, experts. And experts too. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, we have two people who will be joining us to compare the costs and the risks of remote or fiscal business operations. I mean, since 2019, that has been the new thing yeah. in the world of the remote work and all of that. So we have two people who will be exploring this with us today. And if you want to know who they are, stay tuned till then. Just so you know, this podcast is sponsored by Flowmono. Flowmono is a platform that provides the easiest way to manage your businesses and processes on the cloud. So without further ado, read the course away. Hmm. I'm not taking you away. Don't mind anymore. Anyway, so it's, uh, this is the news. And we're starting with the first one. Danny, hmm. if you have to spend 20 minutes on an SMS. 20, 20 sorry. If you spend 20 naira sending mm. an SMS, yeah. you know, how would that look like? I don't send SMS. <laughs> what? <laughs> At all? I barely do. Anyway, so telecom operators are rejecting the NITSTAR bill, um, the one of long-term damage to Nigeria's entire economy. So um, the Association of Telecommunications Companies of Nigeria, ATCON, um, have expressed their displeasure. This is a controversial bill sponsored by the National Information Technology Development Agency, that's NITSTAR. Um, According to National President Tony, that's the president of ATCON, he said mm-hmm. that um, if the bill is passed into law, it will wreak long-term damage on Nigeria's entire economy. Now, um, the umbrella body for it's, ATCON is like the umbrella body for telcos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he says that um, NITDA is trying to transform itself into a full-fledged regulator, a role that NCC is already taking. So this is what he says. He says, if the bill is passed as presently constituted, there's a risk that the agency acting properly under the bill may issue regulations, guidelines, and standards with regard to the use of information technology and data services, which will conflict with the functions of the NCC. It will also result in double and possibly conflicting regulations for telecom companies in Nigeria. We know that we already have Duplicate. Issues of overregulation exactly. in Nigeria. Like and we have duplicate. Uh, CBN is saying something, SEC is saying another. Yeah, so now we're going to be having NITDA. Okay, no, no. let's not go there. Okay. Now we're going to be having NITDA and NCC saying different things. And it, 
it's not just the fact that NITDA will not be regulated. It's also the fact that the way NITDA will be getting its money, it's by levies from businesses. Exactly. So NITDA will be levying 1%. Yes, so there's a NITDA fund. Yeah. And They'll be taking 1% from every business that does 100,000 upwards in yeah. revenue. That's a lot. Yeah, Alongside yeah. every other revenue and, the money and tax that they're, and they're levy that is being paid. There's no tax on it. It's... Oh, well, let's see how it goes now, Abby. Uh, no, let's just see how it goes. I've gone and said no, and I think they should listen to them. I think they should listen to them. Amen. So, yeah, AI took over. Um, the AI took over of Google search. Do you see now. that video? Which one? Of Google I.O., the announcements, when mm, it was I've done. not seen it. They counted the number to, of times. I'm trying to use popcorn and drink to watch that whole thing. They counted the number of times, uh, what's his name, the CEO, yeah. said AI. It was well over 10 times. AI, 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 generative AI, 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 generative AI. Like the entire thing was just AI. It has to be. It like it was, it, was, it was interesting. Yeah, so Google's bad. Uh, that's the ARD. It's now available in 180 countries. And, and Google is doing so by removing a wait list and allowing more people to try it in English. Uh, bad will also be offered in Japanese and Korean. Um, these are the first two languages beyond English that have been launched by Google as a mechanism to responsibly roll out the product, mm -hmm. gain feedback, and use the information to help roll out in 40 more languages in the future. Um, so yes, the chatbot was launched with just text, but now Google is endowing it with richer responses. Users will be able to see images uh, oh. directly from Google Image Search. Chat GPT, watch your back. <laughs> I already prefer bad, actually. Google also allows users... Have not used it yet? You have not used bad? I've not used bad, yeah. I was on the list, um, so yeah. Google also allow users to bad. Like <laughs> the company also integrates Adobe Firefly directly into Bad to help users generate brand new images. Amazing. Wow. Canva. I was thinking generating images to Canva. We're now integrating Adobe Firefly into Bad. We're <sighs> going somewhere. I'll try it out this weekend. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so next one, Twitter to launch encrypted direct messages um, with voice and video chat. Why? It's for paid users. Anyway, uh, <laughs> don't you have plans of paying? Twitter CEO Elon Musk said the company would launch encrypted um, direct messages as the CEO outlined plans to boost um, communication features on Twitter. Pending CEO, you'll be stepping down in a few he's weeks. He's still the CEO, damn it. He's going to step down in a few weeks oh, now. But he's still the CEO, right? Okay. Great. Encryption <laughs> of messages means that only the sender and receiver are able to see a message. Um, we already had that on WhatsApp, yeah? WhatsApp, I mm, don't know. Encrypted end to end. I don't know if it's on Instagram. I'm not sure. So I'm very sure of WhatsApp encryption. Um, in theory, Twitter and Musk will not be able to see or intercept direct messages. So even if government says, give us this um, DM. No, it's not happening. It's encrypted. Musk said users can now reply to any message in a DM thread, not just the most recent, yeah. as well as use any emoji to react to the message. It's been a long time coming. Previously, users were only able to reply to the latest message in a DM thread. And only react to specific images, but now it's unlimited. Just, just have to wonder, though, like how long have Twitter had these features in the pipeline before they are rolling it out now? I think it was before it was one feature per year. <laughs> now it's just they were very slow with together. rolling out features. Yeah. So just, is it that they've been working on it, or I think when Elon Musk been, came, yeah. so Musk just came and said, it. you know, let's just roll it out. We need to make that money. You know, more people. So, features like this actually make more people. So, they were sitting you know, on these features for years. Like, ah, okay. No, I'll <laughs> we'll move. So, yes, let's go on. Uh, Meta has to pay money in Kenya. They're not escaping it. 
You know how they paid, um, is it over 700 million in to the US? Uh, um, Facebook. So, yeah, Facebook is out in the US. So now it is uh, Kenya. So, Meta's content moderation partner in Africa, Sama, has been compelled by a Kenyan court to pay April salaries to a section of moderators it had left out. Uh, wow. Direction comes days after moderators picketed at Sama headquarters in Kenya, demanding April pay. The court gave the orders following an urgent application filed on April 27 on behalf of the moderators seeking to have Sama compelled to pay their salaries and observe orders issued in March. Mm. Hmm. So this issue has gone it's on. It's been dragging for months it's now. over six months First now. it was low pay. Mm -hmm. I think they were being paid one point something dollar Conditions. Ah, health yeah. conditions and all. You health know conditions. Were, you know what all the modules go through. All the things that they have to see. That they were so they're like there's no appropriate uh, therapy session. And they were for the European moderators. Exactly. That's but that for Africa, in Africa, they just relax. Um, then there was the fact that Meta was like the Kenya court can't have a ruling on its mm -hmm. performance yeah. in the country. Then Kenya court is like. Oh, so this was. So this what they now did. <laughs> so they sacked. Uh, they Sama. let go of Sama. Yeah. So Sama has let go of Wanted to change moderators. Uh, but the court said no. So Meta went to employ another company, Majorel, Majorel and um, started paying those ones. So they now blacklisted people that worked with Sama before. So, so even if Mar you're working in Sama, you wanted, you wanted to apply to Majorel. You're not able to do that because you've been blacklisted. So that's what they're now fighting in court. You cannot blacklist us. You cannot send us away without one month notice. You have to pay. And now the court has said you should pay. Amen. Aluta. <laughs> <laughs> so next one, uh, Tinder-inspired Kala dares you to swipe left on useless meetings. Amazing. I mean, we have uh, two founders here who are going to... <laughs> I wish I can ask them the question. You know, I can just swipe left. If, if you send me a meeting link, I'll just swipe left. You know, yeah, no, I do. I'm not interested. <laughs> wow. HR will send you later. <laughs> <laughs> Query. Anyway, a two-person team, Zach Haggard and Paulus Dragunas, that name, Made some waves this week with Kala, a web app. Kala is it Kala? Hmm. Mm, let's call, let's call it Kala. A web app they are marketing as Tinder for canceling meetings. The free service integrates with Google Calendar and borrows the swipe mechanism from dating apps. It takes it tasks users um, to swipe left on meetings they consider a waste of time or right on meetings they would like to keep. Now Kala cancels meeting only if everyone who is invited to a meeting swipes left. So if you send a meeting link. To and everybody cancels. And everybody says left. <laughs> it's cancelled. So that day you just go there and be like, where, <laughs> where is <laughs> everyone? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm oh, sure they will send a notification that your meeting has been cancelled because everybody's swipe left. Okay. I just I just want them to bring that kind of thing, you know. Let's be let's be it here. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I'm not there. I'm not there. <laughs> that means you are here. You're right here. I can see you. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's it for the news. All right, thank you, Rui. That's the news around the world of ten and you know. You can check it all out on technest24.com. Yes. You'll see this and more, yeah. definitely. All right, so the conversation of today, yes, it's an interesting one. We're talking about remote versus physical business. This is a very odd conversation on Twitter and social spaces. You know, founders, especially, are always of the opinion, should you come to the office, should you not come to the office? There's the four. You know, productivity is higher when you're in the office and all of that. Yeah, then yeah, there are the people that are against that, okay, people should work remotely. You know, you save business costs. Productivity is higher also because you're not going through the Lagos stress if you're in Lagos and all those other things. But today we'll be having this conversation and we'll be talking about 
businesses too. Like, are you losing money? Are you, are you making more money? money? Yeah. Uh, is the productivity even getting any impact? I think that's right? what some founders actually or business owners talk about. You know, you are paying for internet, so people have to come and use it. You are paying for lights. Stop paying now. <laughs> you have to come and use okay, it. But you are paying for the space too. You are actually paying millions for the space. Come and use it, please. <laughs> so we need to see you. All right, so it's not just myself and Rui will be having this conversation we have with us today, Baba Tola Awe, co-founder and CEO at Flowmono, and Akintayo Okekunle, co-founder and CFO at Flowmono. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah. All right, so Akintayo, how are you doing today? Well, I'm, I'm great. I'm good. Mm. Awesome. Do you stay in Lagos? Yes, I do. You know, Lagos would usually say I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> when they go to our traffic <laughs> i mean even get into this office yeah you were already telling me that you're trying to locate the office so. that's the five minutes stress you know stress period. <laughs> i have a battle about you also today yeah i'm doing great also 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 nice nice to hear yeah <laughs> all right so i'll just go right into it with the first obvious question right so remote physical what are the benefits of operating either? I'm sure there are benefits on both sides, right? So what are the benefits, yes, of operating remote? And what are the benefits of operating physical? Then I would need you, Akintayo, to help me with the pro cons of remote and physical. So yes, Tayo, you go first. Um, okay, thank you very much. Um, for me, I think... Um, if I if I see this from from perspective of technology, right? Um, there's this concept I believe in that technology makes people become more people or more human, mm. and so the whole concept of remote um, becomes more enhanced when technology is better at work. Uh, so again, we talk about productivity tools today. Um, you can take meetings from your home or anywhere in your car. And that's because of technology. So I, I think remote has come to stay personally. Um, but the form it takes depends on your business model. Hmm. Right? Um, I, so there's this joke that goes around our office. And uh, myself and my co-founder, we usually say that, you know what, there's nothing you do. A chef can't cook remotely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mm. You know, so that's so, what they do there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So um, maybe sometime in the future, you get to a restaurant and then a robot tells you, welcome, Rui, uh, what would you like to eat today? And then you place your order and then the robot walks into the kitchen and then brings the food for you. But, uh, well, that future, we wait to see. I'm sure it's already happening in other parts of the world, like China, Japan, South, uh, America, and all of that. So... Um, but we're yet to see that in this part of the world. So these are all factors you want to, you know, put into uh, context. But like I said, remote has come to say, I think it's great. Uh, offers people, especially your employees, uh, the opportunity to work and still have that interaction with their family members. Uh, I think um, nursing mothers will tell you a great deal how that, that has, you know, sort of impacted their productivity, either from yeah. a happiness point of view or from uh, accessibility point of view. Uh, so if I'm, if, if I'm a nursing mother and I'm working remotely, uh, I, I can still see my child even though I'm working, right? Uh, so that's one perspective. But the other perspective for 
other business model would be if the nature of your business requires you to interact with your clients mm. and um, your clients want to see you sometimes so uh, for me i think i think it's a mixed mag thing but like i said the concept of remote becomes more enhanced as we continue to improve on technology and um, that's the future uh, personally we uh, I'm, I'm waiting to see yeah mm. great do you want to pitch in okay uh, i think uh, just like uh, i said if you look at the whole uh, thing that covid has actually cost us it has actually changed the way we live i mean so sometimes ago if you're not even very receptive to you know trying to do something remotely and you think you can always do covid has definitely taught us that come on uh, you have to start rethinking your business model, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You have to, you know, sort of kind of try to accept that you have to have very innovative ways you're also doing your business remotely. But then just to talk about the cons like you like you did mention, I, I think you need to really understand your business, right? And be able to dissect, you know, uh, how you interact with your client, just like my colleague said. And you need to really understand uh, which part of your business can actually, you know, work very well remotely and which one can't i mean if you're able to dissect that very well then it helps you to begin to imagine how you should organize the way you work right uh so for instance how do you handle your training that just comes to work today and doesn't know any jack or an intern that just doesn't work today doesn't know any jack and perhaps she doesn't even know how to use the teams uh teams to collaborate or doesn't know how to use your google drive and, and what have you uh, but, but I, I think, think the point is that organizations need to set in processes, yeah, that, that makes it easy for people to easily, you know, fit in when you have remote work. Uh, essentially, uh, you have to have check-ins, right? You have to have the right work tools to make sure that works seamlessly. Uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. Okay. Let me pick up from, you mentioned business model, you know, you know, you need to play into the business model. So that's where, I'll, I'll, so this question is like that flow mode now. Directly, um, so how does how does it work with Flowmon? You know, cloud-based. I'm not a huge proponent of remote <laughs> work uh, because you mentioned. You know how you said AI. You know, the CEO, Google CEO, mentioned AI. They mentioned like remote like ten times, times too. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we'll count it. <laughs> Wait for us to start mentioning AI. As well. So yeah. So um, now we are talking about cloud-based, you know, management systems because it's remote. You know, how does it work on Flowmon? You know, you can go first. Oh, okay. Uh, well, pretty much um, for us, when we started Flowmono, it, it was a reflection of the experience we were going through um, because we started our business right, you know, in the thick and thin of COVID-19. Uh, very unusual, uh, Yeah. you know, for, for you to start a startup when everybody is trying to hold on to their job and all of that, so... Um, I remember when we started putting together our office, sometimes we have to drive out, you know, quickly oh, pick up the printer, go and print something, scan it, you know, and send it back and all of that, you know, or, oh, I need to do a transaction in the bank, you need to submit, you know, an original copy and all of that. So, and then we started saying, oh, you know what, everybody's doing fintech, but we're, we're a pure tech company, right? Uh, why don't we do something different? Something nobody is daring to do, which is productivity. You typically don't find that in this part of the world. And I say that, you know, extending to, to, to the African continent. And so we, we felt 
we're, we're paying dollars for almost everything. And then the FX rates just keep rising. So mm. the, the price of what you're paying for is static. <laughs> but what it costs you in your own local currency is just, you know, Way moving more. at astronomical rates. And we're talking about almost 200%. So imagine if there was flow mono back then, we could have saved a whole lot of businesses close to about 200% or whatever cost they pay for the likes of DocuSign and other signing tools they mm. use today. So, and then we felt that that was a big problem to solve. And, but as we kept deep diving into e-signing, we started realizing, oh, there's actually more to signing. Yeah. Uh, so lawyers today probably move up and down, you know, trying to submit documents, sign documents and all of that. And we started seeing that there's a global impact we can have in terms of climate conversation, in terms of greenhouse effect, if we're able to improve productivity in the cloud uh, by enabling businesses to be able to run on the go. Meaning, if I'm here, or while, while you sat with me, I was actually signing offer letters you know, wow. before they would have to wait for me. And yeah. the time runs, you know. So the interesting part of it is I'm actually able to do it on my phone. So I don't even need to have my laptop, right? So mm. that's, the, that's the kind of story we want to write with organizations across the world, not just in Africa or in Nigeria. And so... The whole concept of productivity as it relates to remote and on-site is what we're trying to say. How do we make remote become equal to on-site? So it doesn't really matter where I am. I can still get my work done. Yeah. Let me pick it up from there. This one is for you now. Um, I, I know there's competition in the market. Um, you already had in-signing um, in um, platforms yeah. out there. And they are quite popular. <laughs> Imagine. Some even help you I just, I just, let me go off points now. Like, yeah. you want to do like a random search. The yeah. first thing that comes to your head is Google. Absolutely. You want to create a form. The first platform that comes to your head is Google Forms. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to sign something. You're looking at um, small PDF, you know, all those other ones. So, yeah. the competition, how <laughs> do you look at the competition before you enter the market? You know, what uh, made you as daring as that to enter the market? Trust me. I mean, uh, this question comes up a lot. And uh, I would say that the way we look at competition, it's not uh, about trying to take someone out of the market, right? I think the market is quite large. Uh, and off the top of uh, my heart, when you see what the competition is doing, right, and what Fluminum is doing, there, there are quite differences there that makes us unique. And if I can get straight to that, first is... When you use your Hadoop sign today or your Google Doc or, or whatever it is that you use, uh, your document is just all everywhere, either in the cloud or you've managed to get it on the system or someplace around, right? Uh, but what Flomino does is you get a drive with Flomino where you can actually put all your IP, all your data. In case one of your employees actually leaves, you can easily just go back to it and have your documents all in the box. And so... We are even trying to make sure that security is actually at the core of what we're also doing to make sure that, you know, we have different categorization levels for documents. Documents that are highly securitized, you know, we have some OTPs and very unique things that makes it very easy for users to, you know, protect your documents and your IP. And I think others, uh, I think those are the other things, again, that we're bringing to market with Flumino. Yeah. Security, security mm. is actually Talk, very important. Yeah, yeah. talking about security yeah. and privacy, it's a big concern and... Uh, 
conversation in recent times. You're talking about data. Big yeah, data is like the next big thing, right? Everybody's trying to get data and all of that. What are some security and privacy considerations that, you know, a business would want to take note of coming on board on Flow Mono or, yeah? Um, so, I think if, if you backtrack a little bit to how we all started um, the whole remote work thing, mm. the first major concern with a lot of enterprises were, oh, my IP is all, in, all of a sudden going to be all over your living room as my employee, <laughs> you know. But again, either by, by, com, by compulsion or by whatever situation we all went through during COVID-19, it, it was a new normal. But, you know, having spent a couple of time in the consulting industry, um, I personally, you know, my team, we used to go around there and tell an organization, we live in a VUCA world, uh, you know, we live in a world that's vulnerable, uncertain, uh, complex, and ambiguous. So we were telling organizations that something is coming, the AIs are coming, the robots are coming, but, you know, very few people were listening. So security is always at the center of everything we do. Even when you look at ChatGPT, yeah. First thing that came, <laughs> oh my goodness. Security <laughs> ask this guy a question. You know? So security is at the epicenter of everything we're doing. Uh, we understand how important files, IPs are to organization. And um, we've embedded Lumino with quite a number of security features. And we still keep improving on it. Um, and, you know, security is never enough. So we keep finding new uh, ways to secure our uh, our clients' data. Uh, but one mm. thing we've done from the very side go is every document is encrypted. Oh, wow. And um, yes, and then uh, to further sort of, you know, uh, validate that, we're undergoing NDPR and GDPR segregation. Mm. Um, ISO 27001, um, we're also going to start that shortly, PCI DSS as well, uh, is in the pipeline for us this year. And these are all uh, steps to giving our clients whatever comfort they need. And uh, we intend to also collaborate with tools like Google Drive, with Microsoft, OneDrive, One, um, 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 what's it called now? Is it OneBox or something? Yeah, yeah. Dropbox. Yeah. Dropbox, okay. yeah. So, you know, these are already existing tools people trust. So if you're storing your file in Google Drive, you're not necessarily worrying whether you know, your file is secured or not. Um, we have our Flowmono drive as well. And we have the secure folder that allows you to create pins to lock your files. And you can only access it only if someone knows the pin. So it's a question of, did you give out the pin to someone else? And there are other you know, exciting features um, that we're working on. Permit me not to say so. Let's continue from there. So cloud-based management systems, you know, yeah. I just wanted to, you know, make people understand when somebody comes to Flowmono, you know, how do you onboard people onto Flowmono, especially for departments like HR, you know, because mm -hmm. HR is really... Deal with dedicated documents. <laughs> exactly. And you know, I think a lot of things with documents. So how do people, you know, what are the best practices and how do people onboard themselves? How do people understand that? How do people now trust this, uh, the Flowmono system that, okay, this is who I want to, you know, stay with? Um, okay, so... The, so the thing about Flowmono is this, right? Uh, we started small, just like every other tool. I mean, you just talked about BAD now, how you just started with just text. 
and we keep improving on it. So uh, Flowmoney is just a tool that is that is an abstraction of what we call processes. Today, if you want to run a leave application, you probably want to go and buy maybe the seamless HR or some you know HR app out there. And um, but the only thing you just need is leave application. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not just you're not a big company here. But with Flowmono today, you can literally just go up there, you know, create a form for leave application and then start sharing. People put it up and then send to their line manager. The line manager approves or rejects. You know, and that collaboration happens back and forth. So onboarding on Flowmono is, is as simple as just going there and in less than 30 seconds, you already signed up. Wow. And so our MVP is what we have right now, uh, which is e-signing Flowmono Drive an ability to share documents with other people, sign that document with other people, and store your documents in our drive. Um, but we have other uh, features in our roadmap we'll be releasing as the year goes by. Uh, today, we have a bank that is using our app. Uh, we've got um, Sterling Bank. Is, yeah, so Sterling Bank is, is our first bank client, and we, we're proud to say that, and thanks to them for believing in us. Um, I think they have a knack for taking you know bets on you know startups and technology so and um, we we've also released our api tool that allows organizations to integrate with our platform so you don't have to bother about building an e-signing platform yourself you, with our api you can integrate with your apps and when people need to sign they're redirected and when they sign the, the file comes back to you and then you contribute whatever you need to do on your app so helping people just focus on their core why we help them sign and then we've also got um, a business process management tool coming shortly and uh, so that is where we're going to have a plethora of features for a wider range of other business functions like HR, expense management, contract management, vendor management, onboarding, KYC, and all of that. So, oh, wow. Yeah, we've got a lot in our pipeline. And sometime in the future as well, we'll be releasing payroll solutions, financial accounting. And the whole idea is to create an ecosystem that helps you to be more efficient in using your data and running your business processes. Majorly because we now have a Japa syndrome <laughs> where, you know, just like the dollar as well, you know, getting developers to join your business is becoming more and more expensive um, because people are now priced based on international um, standards. So we're also empowering organizations to be able to automate their processes without necessarily having to depend on the developer. So all of these things are in the works as we speak. Um, so, you know, like they say that the research of 30 years ago at the, you know, at the technology we're seeing today, so. Dami, what's the business version of Wagmi? Uh, to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we can't wait for those features, actually. Yeah, you know. yeah. They are I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just looking at, you know, instead of Google Forms, you know, all this, you're, you're calling Flowmono, a Nigerian platform. Yeah, in Nigeria, you're saying Flowmono. You know, in Nigeria, and you are looking for a platform abroad. You trust in Nigeria a platform to actually help mm. you automate those processes. Yeah. I'm actually excited about the fact that soon it will be like an all-in-one platform for business yeah, operations. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you you literally can't leave the Flowmono ecosystem. Yeah. Everything you want is going <laughs> to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So talking about the Flowmoon ecosystem, services and all of that, what has been what has the experience been so far? The market reception, all of that. What has it been? I know you talked about the amazing sign up with Sterling. Congratulations on that. Uh, the API, I'm sure, all of that. So what has been the market reception? Oh yeah, uh, that's that's a very interesting one because uh, you know typically the way fintechs work. I mean, you can't compare compare a Flowmoon to the way a fintech product works. So, for instance, you notice that there's a lot of deception when you're either doing a payment hub, like Thomas said the other time, right? It is actually the hard knot, right, that we're actually trying to crack in the market, right? Mm. Because it's a place where nobody wants to go, right? Yeah. And as we begin to unlock that value, we begin to actually also see how users are actually, you know, receiving uh, the product, how be it. We've had to do, you know, uh, some one word of word, oh, sorry, word of mouth uh, marketing. Uh, we've had to do quite a number of convincing. You know, we have to do demos to make sure that our users really understand the feature we're trying to create with Flowmono. Uh, and doing that, one of the things we realize is that in in conversations we've been having with you know top leaders in the industry, like the CIOs, the CTOs, you will realize that quite a number of CTOs and CIOs today want to probably cut their technology spend by nothing less than 50% over the next two to three years, mm. right? And uh, interestingly, Flowmon actually fits that strategy for them. Uh, we are also working together with the bank today uh, to also help them build a robust platform that manages their business process management on Flowmon. And these are part of the successes that we are really proud of. And we hope that captains of the industry will begin to see this value uh, as we use Flowmon to replace you know, uh, maybe legacy tools, uh, for instance, in the banks. Uh, some of these tools are quite very expensive. And sometimes the, 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 the ROI is not justified. So I did mention the other time again that when you look at the cost you need to use for a developer, right, to even maintain an application. So we've worked together with a bank, uh, or rather we're working with a bank. When you look at what they are actually spending on talents that they're using to manage a particular application, I mean, this is a business process management tool anyway. Uh, and when we sat down with them, we, we were able to cut that expense for them by over 80% wow. in the next two years. And this is the value that we bring on board for a lot of people in the industry, right? When you begin to see the power of what Flowmono can do and how it can help you automate your business processes, how it can help you to re-envision even your spend on technology. And, and that and many more are the things we are trying to do in the market. And I think over time, the story goes on and we are eventually going to capture the market. Let's pick mm. up from the bank. Uh, so you, you, are, you are spreading it now, financial institutions. Mm. How, simple question, you know, <laughs> how can, mm -hmm. can Flumono, you know, help, um, you know, financial institutions, you know, you know, digitize their processes, make it seamless, you know, reduce um, costs, you know, increase ROI, you know, all of that. How does Flumono come in, you know, to all this to make sure that, you know, in one year, they're like, thank you, Flomono. <laughs> they're sending you flowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think the way to also look at that is this. In a typical bank today, right, uh, depending on whether it's a tier two or tier one bank, as the case may be, uh, a bank has numerous processes, right, uh, that can't be defined by a single software. And you, because of that, uh, and because they are extremely automated, I mean, you're serving a customer of, let's say, over 1 million or 2 million. In some cases, it's over 10 million. 
right? right? And and you can't wait to be carrying documents about to also do these processes. So what Flowmono would do for those banks is uh, there are legacy applications like uh, K2, I don't know if I can mention names, uh, like Process Maker and all of that. When you compare what we bring on board, right, together with these guys, we are able to actually help you look at your process, right? Will help you to build connectors that allows you to interact with your applications. Uh, I would say, for instance, in Treasury, when you want to probably apply for uh, dollar transactions, there's a form you're going to fill. Someone takes it up and follows a walkthrough within a bank, and many other processes like that, right? So what Flumo can do is Flumo becomes your core process management tool, right? That has a workflow built in it, and the workflow can move from one point from your side to him, and you know. The process continues to enhance, and those, those are the values that you know we are able to bring together. And, and that's what I talk to me about that for the SMEs and also you know the other market segment. Imagine organizations with over 50 employees, right? And you typically would have documents that you carry about every day, right? Either you want to sign, uh, either it's a case of leave application, or you want to get an expense done, right? So Flumino easily helps you to set this up. You can walk through your signing from one point to another, from either yourself to your next line manager, and you know to the ultimate approver, and boom, there you go. So those are the values that we do. Um, trying to apply for ATM and the form is already on Flowmono. You know, I just Absolutely. feel it, and, and I or it's track. on the bank, uh, you know, bank's website. I feel it, you know, through Flowmono. I, I don't have to go to the bank easily. because mm -hmm. I've had this issue <laughs> that <laughs> every. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I have to go into the bank just to fill a simple form. Um, and why? Because I fill the form, something is always wrong. Either they say my signature is not correct or something is just wrong. And you can fill that form like five times. They will keep sending it back to you again. At some point, I'm like, guys, what's happening now? They call it indemnity form or something, something, something like that. There's a platform that they sent you like five times for you to fill. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> You're gonna sign that form over and over. <laughs> so if, I mean, this is this is a good one. If Flomo can just have cut, imagine cutting that process by to just once, right? You exactly. sign, you you sign and fill the form. You send it back to them. They get it and the thing is acted upon and you get a response in less than 24 hours. Life would be easy. Like remote work would be better. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's because we are remote work. Having, having having said that, you know that's where the power of you know having conversations with your customers is is then you know uh, mm. uh, very prevalent because I mean it's so at Flowmono we were constantly investing in trying to understand where the pain points are. You know, like I said earlier, technology should be helping humans become more human. Mm. You know, and the only way that happens is when technology solves problems. You know, I saw the excitement on your face. The bad, you know, AI is out now. It's you know integrated with Firefly, you know, and then he jumps on it and say, "Oh, I can't wait." You know, so those are the kind of stories we also want to write. And, mm. um, but again, there's that syndrome of who's going to be the guinea pig, you know, in the whole industry. Uh -huh. yeah. So it, it's patience. Uh, but but the patient definitely works. Uh, whoever thought we could get to where we are today, you know, but we're here. Yeah. yeah. And we're not stopping. He says patient, but me, I'm not patient. I'm not that patient. <laughs> I, let's automate everything. <laughs> let's make it easy. I don't have to go to the bank. I don't have to 
the signing, so, printing out forms. Like, I'm currently applying for a new prepaid meter, and the form on the side, I have to download it first, fill it, mm. then take it to, you know, the office. I'm like, so why can't I just fill it there and send it to them and they work on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, um, again. so, I mean, this is the reason why sometimes you, you wonder why, you know, startups, you know, want to raise funds and all of that. So, as a startup, a lot of these ideas are in your head, but you probably don't have the funds, you know, to, to, to move at, at the pace you want to go. So, uh, and that's why, you know, finding the right um, set of network that believe in what you're trying to do, you know, really help startups you know for, for a lot of startups out there you know struggling and all of that so uh but for us what we've we've taken a different you know idea you know uh, or approach to it to say let's bootstrap to the best of our knowledge make our products meet market fit mm -hmm. go for it and then go for it so can you pull here <laughs> give me a master class <laughs> so one of the things you've literally said right now are the things we're looking at. Uh, finding uh, last week, we were in Abuja with Nigerian Bar Association, you know, having conversations with them, saying, hey, how can we help you, you know, bring efficiency into the legal system? Hmm. You know, so what are, what are your pain points? Now that you've talked about this, we're definitely going to reach out to Nepal and say, hey, look, you know what? How can we help? Create that experience. We have less people, people at the offices. Yeah, absolutely. Collect your 10% so, consultancy yeah. fee. But, but again, <laughs> <laughs> that willingness to want to accept technology has to be there. You know, mm. so um, so sometimes when when problems like that linger, it's not that there's no technology that can solve it. It's just the willingness to want to accept that change. Mm. Yeah. Just so, just to just to talk about that. I know you in the course of conversation you mentioned finance, you mentioned legal. You mentioned um, now uh, power um, and all of that. The other sectors, are there businesses? Also, is there like a minimum for a business to sign up and utilize the full power of Flowmono? So today as an SME, you can literally sign up on Flowmono in less than 30 seconds. You have a 14-day trial. Use it for whatever you want to use it for. Uh, uh, like I said, we have a couple of features coming up. Um, mm -hmm. We have vendor management, contract management, but we're finding... We look, uh, we're also working with a couple of researchers to try and get more prevalent use cases for small businesses. Um, so uh, we've got the Flomino expense. Um, we've got this Flomino invoicing. We're going to ship that uh, sometime later this year. That will help small businesses to be able to manage their invoices and expenses and okay. also be able to make payments and receive payments. So you generate an invoice to your clients and then you can receive them. So, for mm. instance, TechNext, uh, when people pay you for adverts and stuff, you just go to Flowmono, you generate the invoice, send it to them, and there's a link there they can pay, and then you get notification. Wow. And if that process needs to go through a workflow, we already have a dynamic workflow tool that you can just latch on. And before you know what's happening, almost everything is happening, you know, seamlessly on the same platform. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... The beautiful thing about Flowmono is when Flowmono reaches that ecosystem phase where businesses can actually talk to businesses on Flowmono. Hmm. And that's hmm. the real power of Flowmono. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if Rui is a business on Flowmono and you're owing me money, I can 
So the road to uh, to the full ecosystem phase, right? So yeah. I can say this is phase one. Absolutely. Is that is that, is that what it is? Yeah, so how long are we waiting for? You know, SMEs that are ginger that want to sign up on Flumono now. What's the timeline like? Right Where should now, I go? Right, <laughs> right now, go there and start telling us what you need us to create for you. Mm. We'll do that. I mean, that's the same way ChatGPT has grown. Uh, it started with ChatGPT. Uh, I think yeah, it now it's GPT four. Yeah, and there's a new one I heard. So it's it's customer feedback, you know, that that helps your product mature. Yeah. So mm. this this one is this one is for you. Uh, phase one. You said phase one. And they agreed, so yeah, phase one. <laughs> so during this phase one, have you had to invest in it to help uh, to promote um, remote um, business operations? Have you had to invest in specific tools, you know, or technology, you know, that target a certain market? You know, how has it been like? What are the tools rather, and how has it been like? You know. Okay. Uh, so uh, during the phase one, so most of what we've done actually is to be talking and engaging our customers, right, and you know, having iterations on. Okay, what have you, what should you not buy? And of course, we are also doing a lot of enhancement in terms of, you know, what we're getting from user feedback. Uh, so an earlier version of Flomono, uh, so more recently, we actually released another version of it. And you would realize that a lot of the feedbacks that we've taken have actually helped us also improve the product. Uh, now, it's so cool when you sign on the dashboard now, you can see your notification for items that are in your queue, so you can easily just click on it, take an action, if you want to sign your document or you want to reject it. So all of that, uh, you know, the, the user engagement that we're having. Again, more recently, we have also been engaging with the Nigerian Bar Association. And you see, we see this from value points where we see them as a custodian of agreements, right? We see them as custodians of contracts, right? And, uh, and that's part of the reason why we feel who have it stakeholders that we should be engaging with this and we realize that there are quite a number of use cases holding in that industry that uh, can help us to you know propel you know mm. the power of what Fumino can do again wag me mm. yeah wag me right <laughs> yeah i just want to touch on the pricing so could you tell us what are the pricings available on flowmono is it is it uh, affordable is it exactly oh, no, compared to <laughs> compared to the international ones that yes. have to be looking for cards to use it's exactly pretty, pretty affordable yeah on flowmono as a freelancer you can get on it flowmono with uh first your 14 day trial and after that you get to pay three thousand uh, mm. How do you pay? Oh, you don't have to get a dollar card to pay. No, you don't have to use a dollar okay, card. Great. Just, just use your Mastercard. Amen. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, you know, for um, I think professional users, and those, those are users that are between uh, up to five of them. Yeah. Uh, we also give you Flowmono for I think four thousand naira. And what's the difference there is that you get to have a, a larger drive. Uh, on the other version, you have fifty gig. The next version you have, uh, I think, 70 gig, 100, I'm not sure now. And 500, then, I think 500 And then on the, on wow. the enterprise version, you 500 have gig. one terabyte. Yeah. So what you see is that uh, we've seen that there are users in different phases, right? So as an individual, if you have your you know, freelance business that you do, you can just go in on Flowmono and just buy one user and just easily use it. And then if you're the, you know, the big organization that have just one five users, you go for the professional. And then if you are an enterprise user that also wants some other, you know, on-demand features and all of that, you know, you go for the enterprise version, sorry, the enterprise subscription. Mm. 
Trust me, and uh, from parallel market research we've done, some of our competitors charge as high as $25 uh, for the same thing. Uh, but again, we are not even trying to come from the point of affordability. Uh, we're saying that we've got great value embedded inside Flowmono, and we also try to understand our, our customers in a way that our competitors don't. Uh, especially that we're also fashioning something for not just the African market, but also, you know, either it's Asia and, and all of that. And if you begin to look at all of this, you would realize that uh, when you see the features we are building out in Clomono, over time, we begin to make so much difference in what makes us different from our competitors. So, for instance, a lot of our competitors don't have all the features that we've mentioned here. And, and those things, we believe, are going to make us unique. So, get into the ecosystem now. In phase one, so that you can be legacy user and then you get to phase four. I just which of you is good in maths? Which of you is good in maths? Okay. Well, <laughs> it depends on the kind of maths. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the kind of maths. So I just wanted to ask. I just I just to ask. So when in business embodied on flow mono, you know, yeah. um, what percentage? You know, because they are remote now. They are looking towards um, working, um, doing remote um, operations. So what percentage of, um, of, of cost are they going to, you know, drop, you know, by the time they are onboarded? Okay, if I may just jump in there. Just in 2021 and 2022, uh, there was a report that uh, Paper Muse, right, the cost of flow went up by over 300%, right, in 2022. Uh, and when you begin to see the impact of that, right, uh, as you begin to reduce the use of paper, and not just that, right, uh, part of our goal is actually to bring about 40 million SMEs to help them to be more socially responsible and uh, create a very green environment. So we, we are very big on social impact, right? And we believe that this has other costs that the business is not even looking at. I mean, what cost do you put the cost of destroying the environment, right? Uh, but then having said that, uh, apart from you saving your cost of paper by over 50%, uh, even in our own case, we, we virtually just do most of our processes uh, through flow monitoring, right? When it has to do with approval, we've cut down our paper consumption by over 50%. And uh, we would expect that that begins to also go, you know, go down as we go into the future. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So, for now, flow monitoring is only in Nigeria, right? Or are we international? It's all over the world. Ah, also. Why do you think I was saying um, um, uh, to the world? That's interesting. That's that's massive. So all anybody just needs to do is go to flowmono.com from wherever you are and sign up and get up on the platform. Absolutely. Oh, great. 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 I think this 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 has been an interesting and insightful conversation. I mean, especially the fact that this is phase one and with the faces and the tools and the applications and the features you've mentioned today. Yeah. Flow Money is about to become like your go-to, all-in-one tool for business operations, productivity, everything. So you literally start a business on Flow Money, and by even by the time you have 500 staff, mm -hmm. everything is still going on on Flow Money. That's that's going to be massive. So yeah, thank you for joining us today. I don't know if you have any last words, anything. When are we looking at? <laughs> I think yeah, I would just say, say, I mean, why, why don't you just jump on Flomino today, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, be more social, uh, be more, you know, uh, responsible environmentally. And uh, you can also save a lot of your uh, spends by using Flomino. Mm -hmm. Use Flomino.
use flow mono yeah use Think flow mono <laughs> maybe maybe they will sign you as ambassador <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think for me uh, just a word of encouragement to startups out there or you know younger ones trying to do something um you know i was telling my team and i said hey guys uh, whatever you think as long as you can think it out and um, you can begin to see it in your mind the universe begins to conspire in your favor and mm -hmm. um, the illustration is very simple if you've never thought of coming to work you're never going to find yourself in the office mm -hmm. unless someone kidnaps you and drops you in mm -hmm. uh, so the journey starts from your mind uh, if you're trying keep trying uh, keep at it stay focused and um, you will get there someday. He has given us two master classes today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, as it's our custom, the conversation doesn't end here because we would always have listeners, viewers who want to catch up with you, maybe ask more questions about Flomono and other things. So, what handles can they reach you on? Flomono, your personal handles, which one? Flomono Inc. on all platforms. Awesome. And uh, you can catch me. On all social media, just search for Bavatola Away. Hmm. Okay, great. How about you? Oh, yeah. you? You can catch me on LinkedIn. Tayo Kekwe is the name. Uh, mm. And also all the social media platforms. Awesome. Rui, do you want to share us? Just Omole Omole. Unique. Can't find it anywhere else. Mine is Oluwadam Larry Akinpelu. And you can reach me on Lockdown07 on other platforms Twitter, Instagram. And yeah, don't forget, this is Tech Bytes by Technext. You can reach Technext at technext.ng on all platforms, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Telegram. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and in case you're just joining in, this is Tech Bytes. Uh, there are over 30 episodes for you to listen to. There are 35 to. other episodes. Yeah, you so binge you listen. should... Yeah, binge this weekend. This weekend, just, you know, just, just sit down. Just go on and listen. Trust me, you enjoy it. On all platforms as well. Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, Facebook. Apple, YouTube, Facebook, Samsung, Twitter. Podcast Index, RSS. Everywhere. We are global too. Yeah. <laughs> we are global too. <laughs> all right. So you will come to your ears and your eyes next time. Take care. Enjoy. Enjoy.